You're listening to a BGE podcast. It is Monday, April 3rd. 2023 can you believe it man already grilling season is upon us but should i get charcoal briquettes or long Welcome back to the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. That's right, folks. Uh, I hope everybody is safe and doing well after the storms that have been rolling through. It was pretty intense, pretty crazy, uh, keeping track of all of those storms that uh, rolled through all the way up from... Iowa and Missouri, Arkansas, uh, through Illinois, Indiana, Tennessee, Mississippi. I, it was just, it, it was just crazy watching all that develop. And while we were not affected by tornadoes, we had some extremely crazy winds that ripped apart the cover of our outdoor grilling area and it, it it just that cover was there for seven years up year round for seven years and it is pretty much destroyed there's parts of it still up I did a little quick video on the YouTube channel that you can check out but we got to replace it 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 just there's nothing good about what's left there crazy Crazy, crazy. The wind was just howling all day Friday, all day Saturday. And they're expecting more bad weather this week. In fact, tomorrow, I believe there's going to be several outbreaks that they're expecting when it comes to tornadic weather. And, and if I'm not mistaken, yesterday in Texas, there was some going on. So it it's, it's that season. It is spring season. Things are just ripe and ready for those types of outbreaks this year, it would seem. So uh, stay safe out there. Definitely heed all of the tornado warnings and keep up with the weather. We actually found a weather channel uh, on YouTube, Ryan Hall Y'all. This guy is out of eastern Kentucky, but he he does some traveling. But just it's probably one of the best weather channels that I have found. Andy Hill is another one. And in fact, they kind of work together, Ryan Hall and Andy Hill. And they've got storm chasers that they have feeds that they're following and talking to during all of these tornadoes and storms and everything that is happening. It's just very great information that keeps people informed. And they do a lot of good to help those who are affected by the 
uh, bad weather that goes on. So I would definitely recommend checking out Ryan Hall, y'all, and Andy Hill uh, on YouTube and following all the live streams that they do when these bad weather events take place. You know, we've got family in different areas, and so it's good to be able to watch them and kind of follow the areas that are affected, especially when we've got family in those areas, so we can kind of keep up and see what's going on and, uh, you know, know just exactly how much we need to be checking on them and keeping in touch with them. But we're going to, we got some work to do when it comes to our outdoor area. We're going to get all that taken care of and fixed. I'm going to look for a pergola that I can attach some, oh, that I can attach some tin corrugated metal or something like that to the roof and and make it completely solid so we can be out there and not worry about rain or ice or anything else depending on what the weather may hold <laughs> and the, the depending on the time of year. So that's what we're going to be looking for. We'll see what we've come up with and what we find. I've been letting folks know that we're going to be talking about charcoal, whether briquettes or lump charcoal, because there's, you know, there's the debates over brands and what kind and and all of that. And and I'm not necessarily going to get into the different kinds of charcoal and brand names and things like that, but I do want to talk about the difference between lump and briquettes because for the longest time I used briquettes. I grew up using briquettes. That's what I put in my grills, was using that all along until I got a big green egg and then I switched to lump. And since I switched to lump, I don't know that I have used briquettes to cook over. And and, and we're talking now 20 years. So... I decided with all the questions and with all the knowledge and things that I've gained over the past 20 years when it comes to cooking and grilling and smoking that I was going to revisit the idea of briquettes and find out who's using them, why are they using them? Because ultimately, I thought lump is the only way to go. Now, I will say this. After the research, go ahead and give a spoiler alert, you know, um, I'm going to stick with lump charcoal for everything. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. It, with the grills that I have, you know, obviously other than pellets, but I, I'm going to stick with the lump charcoal, especially with the big green egg, you know, with ceramic grills. It, that's going to be my charcoal of choice. But I have a newfound respect for briquettes. And I'll I'll kind of walk through that and explain why. But first of all, there's a huge difference between the two, and a lot of people don't even realize what the difference is. When you ask about or you think of briquettes, they're very uniformly pillow or square kind of shaped, and the makeup or consistency, you know, you pick one up, it's kind of a hard square, but it is powdered uh wood right that has been burned charred and and dust you know it's the dust or the powder that's from that and they use all kinds of binding agents and they press it together and make these uniform shapes and when it burns it burns completely down and creates just a large amount of ash now lump charcoal 
is wood that has been charred, and that's pretty much it. That's it. You know, it, it is charred wood. Sometimes they, they put it in a kiln. They'll burn it in a kiln and get it down. You know, the, the moisture is out, all the, the elements. There's nothing added to it. It's just simply wood that is charred. And it burns down and creates extremely little ash, very little ash. And so that that's kind of the difference, the, the, the makeup of the two different types of charcoal that we're talking about. Briquettes is this wood, uh, you know, charred dust that is combined with other additives and pressed together in a mold and formed and burns completely down to a large amount of ash. Lump is the solid wood that is charred and then bagged, and that's what you burn. The briquettes that most people are used to, when you think about you know, briquettes, you think about throwing them in uh, and a chimney starter and getting them lit. When you're lighting briquettes, what you want to do is get them lit and let them burn until they start to gray over. And that's always been a difficult thing for someone who's blind or visually impaired to know when that charcoal is ready. But that's what you want to do is you want to visually see this graying over of the charcoal to know that it is hot enough and it's ready. And then, of course, you dump it out into your uh, your fire chamber and you're ready to cook with it. Lump charcoal doesn't work that way. Lump charcoal is, first of all, easier to light. Secondly, you're just bring you're getting to the temper desired temperature that you want. Now there may be a little bit of white smoke or dirty smoke at first as it's coming up to temp, but for the most part, you're not going to have that long wait for it to. You don't have to wait for it to gray over at all when it comes to lump charcoal. You get it lit and then you bring your grill to the desired temperature and you're ready to cook. It's it's ready to go. So that's another big difference between lump and briquettes. <clears throat> what I try to find out is why would you use briquettes? The lump charcoal, for, not only is it easier to light, not only does it create very little ash, so a lot better when it comes to cleanup, it doesn't always burn all the way down. Depending on your grill, you can close down your vents and shut down your grill like a, a ceramic grill and sometimes even the Weber grills that you're using. In the, it uses up the oxygen, it burns out, the fire goes out, and then next time you're ready to cook, you open up your grill and you can reuse, relight the charcoal that's left in there, and you can get several cooks out of that charcoal. That's good because for the, the idea of cost, you know, if you were to burn up a bag of lump charcoal every time you use it, that can get extremely expensive. But I'm going through a bag, I mean, and we're talking cooking three, four times a week. A, a bag of charcoal can last me nearly a month of the lump charcoal in the Big Green A because I, I light it, I shut it down, I go back out, I relight it, I shut it down, I go back out, I relight it. And, and I can get three, four cooks easy, sometimes more depending on how long I've cooked over the lump charcoal. Which is why I, I left the idea of the briquettes behind when I got the egg. But 
I know there's a lot of folks still using briquettes. And so I did a little bit more research and contacted some of my friends who do a lot of barbecue competitions and steak competitions and uh, are, are always, you know, they do a lot of grilling. And I knew they used lump charcoal. So, I, and I just asked them, are you guys ever using briquettes? And I was shocked when they all said yes. I was like, are you, you're kidding me. What, what for and why? It's amazing because, you know, you get on these barbecue competition guys' YouTube channels and, and listen to what they're doing and how they're doing it. And, and I understand that briquettes are uniform. They're the same exact shape. They burn consistently, and they'll burn for a very long time. And these guys have it down to a science. They know exactly how many briquettes to put in, let's say, a Weber kettle or some other type of grill, whatever grill they're using and they're used to. They can, they'll count out the number of briquettes and they'll know what that grill is going to do and how long that those briquettes are going to cook and at what temperature they can hold it at for how long and and do the cook that they want at that competition and be done with it. They've gotten it down to a science to that degree where they can count out the number of briquettes to use. Now, and I bring that up. That's interesting to me. That, that kind of... I didn't realize you could do that, but that's what they're doing, which I think is really cool. Now, I'm not doing those types of competitions, and I'm not interested in grabbing charcoal, counting it out, and, and, and trying to figure that out. I'm not worried about that, right? But I, I found it interesting that the, that's what they can do with a lot of those grills. And a lot of times they'll use the briquettes when it comes to uh, the even the offset uh, the offset grills because they can get a, a nice continuous steady heat source going and then add wood to it uh, for flavor and, and more heat. But they'll know that those briquettes are going to burn for a very long, steady, you know, long time steady uh, as well. The lump charcoal comes in very, because you're talking about wood that is charred and it comes in various shapes, depending on the bag that you get, you're going to have, anywhere from softball clumps of, you know, chunks of wood to almost looking like sticks, you know, about six to seven, eight inches long and round and, and just all kinds of odd and various shapes of this wood that has been charred, that has been put into the bag. I mean, that's the nature of lump charcoal. Now, the idea that they, that they talk about here is that it's going to burn. First of all, it burns hotter. Lump charcoal burns so much hotter than briquettes. And so if you want to do a lot of searing of meat on a high, super high heat, cooking pizzas, searing steaks, everyone says use the, use the lump for that. And, and, of course, they use the lump when it comes to the drum smokers and the ceramic grills because they're going to reuse it. And briquettes, you, once you get it lit and it starts going, it's going to burn until it's just it just crumbles down to ashes and that's all you've got left. You can't relight it and reuse it. But lump, you can. And if you want a really high heat, lump is great for that. 
But the idea, though, is the lump, because of its odd shapes and different shapes, can give you some inconsistency when it comes to the heat. Now, the idea there is that in certain grills, especially metal grills, especially the the Webers and and uh, the the those types of grills that people are using, I haven't found that with the ceramic. That's what was kind of surprising me with this. I haven't found that to be the case in the ceramic grills. I can hold a constant temperature regardless of the various and odd shaped lump charcoal that I put in the grill. I can hold a 250 degree temperature. I can hold a 300 degree temperature. I can hold a 500 degree temperature and anywhere in between. So that works great for me. I don't need to go off and and try to figure out a better way or another way or, or how briquettes could help me because lump charcoal is doing everything that I need it to do, low and slow, hot and fast. It, maybe it would be different if I was using some other type of grill, but I'm not. And so uh, so you know that works for me. Lump works for me in every situation that I'm going to find myself in. But I, I found it interesting why I wanted to do this particular podcast because a lot of I know a lot of you guys don't have ceramic grills. I know a lot of you guys are using Weber kettles or Smoky Mountains or different offsets, whether it's by Brinkley or Charbroil, whatever it is, you buy at some big box store, and you're you're trying to figure out the best way to go about this, the best charcoal to use. And obviously, it's it's those that have not been. I would again say. Never use lighter fluid. Never use, uh, you know, pre-soaked like the match light or anything like that. You take the if you're using briquettes, get a chimney starter and 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 find out how to use a chimney starter and start your charcoal that way. But again, the the issue with that for someone who's blind or visually impaired is is to be uh, to get the the charcoal lit and know that when you dump it into your firebox that it's, it's lit and ready to, to go and it's not going to go out and you're not going to have other issues, it, you have to see that graying over to know that it is it, it has been hot and on fire long enough for you to begin to you know, get your grill up to temp and start cooking over it. And you don't have to do that with lump. And lump works in all the grills. You know, and, and so just learning your temperature, how to control it with your bottom and top vents, uh, you know that's that's a process that you need to learn and go through. But um, I, I did find it interesting. I learned a lot researching this when it came to the briquettes because I I, I didn't think a lot of these guys were using briquettes at all. And, and it turns out that yes, they are in, in certain grills. And they said um, you know Malcolm Reed and some others, Nick over here at, at Pits and Grills and. You know, when it comes to the drums, when it comes to the ceramic grills, because you can easily shut down that cook or that fire and you can relight and reuse that lump charcoal, 95% of the time when they're using a drum smoker or a, a ceramic smoker, they're using lump charcoal. But when it comes to other grills, there, you know, a lot of times they would. They said about seventy five percent of the time they're using briquettes, which again I was surprised. 
I, admittedly, I, I was really surprised at that. So, um, you know, I, and I get it. The consistency of a burn of a briquette because they're all the same shape. They, you know, will will burn consistency consistently. You know, the makeup of materials. But again, that is also something to consider because with briquettes, it's it's not just wood. You are using other products that they have put in there, certain types of oil or um, borax or something, you know, uh, certain certain additives that they put in there to do certain things, not only binding it together to make sure it comes out of the molds okay and and, and all of that. So, you know, they've compressed it, and now when you're burning that charred wood dust, you're also burning a lot of other things. And and I don't think that they're harmful, but nevertheless, you know, uh, we, we deal enough with breathing in harmful things as it is. And so I, I just, I'm a little hesitant, you know, when I know I can get just wood. Not only that, wood is going to have a much better smoke profile when it comes to you know, the flavor you're going to get because you know you're burning oak and hickory, and, and depending on the, the type of lump charcoal you get, uh, oak, hickory, and maple blend, an oak and hickory blend, or a, a South American hardwood uh, such as Fogo. And, and so you, you're getting this really good, solid, hard wood that has been charred with nothing added to it, nothing compressed, and, and the cleanup is just so much easier and nicer it just, uh, to me, lump is definitely the way to go, regardless. It can be more expensive up front, but if you have a grill that when you shut everything down, you can relight it. In the long run, I don't think it's any more expensive. If anything, I think it'd be a little less expensive uh, to get a bag of charcoal that lasts that long. You know, if you're spending, you know, you get two bags of briquettes, let's say 20 bucks, maybe on sale, 15 bucks or something like that. And they last four cooks. And, you know, you know, maybe that's a week, right? Well, you can get a good, you know, quality bag of lump charcoal for 30 bucks or less. And you can get three to four times the amount of cooks out of it. So it it to me even even though there's a little bit more cost up front for that charcoal, uh, it is definitely cost effective because you're able to use it a lot longer and for more cooks uh, and get more out of it and have less cleanup. Right, every time you you finish up with briquettes, you've got this huge pile of ashes you got to clean out. Whereas with lump, you can go three four sometimes five cooks before you have a little bit of ash that you need to clean out, um, you know, and make sure the airflow is going good. So, you know, if you guys have questions about charcoal, you know, there's probably some more that we could get into and we could talk about, but that's something I wanted to share with you, you know, and, and maybe you guys are kind of that nerdy techie, you know, you geek out on some of the science behind all this and you want to find out how many briquettes you can burn for how long and and you want to break that up and and then you know maybe then it would be cost effective <laughs> to go with briquettes over lump uh, depending on the grill that you're using and and maybe that's something you enjoy and you like doing and man more power to you 
go for it and figure it out. And then send us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com, and tell us about it. Let us know how that turned out because I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. It's just not something I want to do. <laughs> so I just assume, you know, focus more on the cooks and things like that. So, uh, but hold on just a second, folks. We got uh, somebody wants to let you know something. Kickashbasket.com. For all your grilling accessory needs, you want a charcoal basket, you want a ash can, you want insulated gloves, you need a new tool or a new accessory for your grill, you can't beat Kick Ash Basket. Go to their website and let them know Blind Grilling sent you. Kickashbasket.com. All right, folks. Yeah, this is this has been really interesting for me learning about these different uh, the the charcoals, and I do know about lump. I know not all lump charcoal is equal. I'm sure it's the same with the briquettes. You know, there is some very cheap lump charcoal that not only will burn fast, but it will pop and spark, and you know, and you're just you're just gonna want to stay away from it. If it if it's costing less than ten bucks a bag, stay away from the lump charcoal when it's that cheap you know you're you're going to want to get some some good quality lump and there's all kinds of brands that are out there that are really good brands of charcoal you know and you know make sure it's oak and hickory or oak hickory maple or a south american you know central american hardwood um, you know, Fogo has been really good to us. I love Fogo brand, F-O-G-O, charcoal, Fogo. That That's my favorite. I know there are other brands that are out there that folks are using and really loving. Um, you've got the Rockwood, you've got Blues Hog, and you've got uh, Jealous Devil. You know, all of that kind of stuff is is out there and good uh, and, and quality when it comes to charcoal. But, you know, uh, you can get the cheap stuff at some of these box stores that, you know, a 20 pound bag is, is eight, nine, 10 bucks. And it, it doesn't last. It burns quick. And then um, it, sometimes people say it gives a terrible flavor uh, to their food and it just smells terrible. So just, just be sure if you're going to get a lump charcoal, you get a good quality lump charcoal. Uh, and and same with briquettes because I'm sure different briquette companies are probably going to use different binders and different things that they're going to add to it to keep it together uh, and and uh, you know keep the shapes that it's going to to keep and don't do anything that's been pre-soaked in lighter fluid because you don't want that and that's the reason we're using charcoal right because we don't want to cook over gas so don't put some type of gas on your charcoal use a chimney starter use a lighter stick. Use something, a torch, anything like that, but please don't use lighter fluid if you're going to be cooking over it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'll say <laughs> about that there. All right, folks. Man, we, we did cook up and did a little test cook on some crappie that we caught, and it turned out awesome. Put a little short video up on the YouTube shorts on Blind Grillin's YouTube channel of uh, pulling those off the grill. They turned out great. We used some Lane seasoning, the sweet lemon pepper seasoning. I, I tell you what, I had a brain fart, guys, because the whole time in my mind, I'm thinking I'm using a garlic seasoning. 
That's what I intended to use. That's what I wanted to use. And the whole time I'm doing it, I'm, I'm saying it out loud, sweet lemon pepper. My wife gets me the Lane's Barbecue sweet lemon pepper, and I'm putting it on, and I'm even just, I'm just, I'm just having fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm excited about the cook, and I'm just like, yeah, we're using Lane's sweet lemon pepper. I did a, the quick video on it and talked about, yeah, we use the Lane's sweet lemon pepper. And the whole time in my head, I'm saying to myself, we're using this garlic rub. We're using a garlic rub. I wanted a garlic rub. I put a garlic rub on. And I, I take a bite, and it's great. It tastes amazing. It really did. But I'm like, that. where's the garlic? And my wife is like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I, where, where, I thought we used a garlic rub. We used the, and then I said it again, and I realized that was the sweet lemon pepper. That it wasn't garlic at all. Folks, I'm getting old. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I just, I just couldn't, I was, I was like, I can't believe I just did that. The whole, and I kept, and I knew I kept saying it. It's on video. I kept saying it. And the whole time in my head, I was thinking it was something else the whole time. I I just, (laughs) what do you do? What do you do? Oh, but it was fun. It was great. And uh, hopefully we'll do, we're going to do that again. We're going to do a video and maybe I'll get the seasoning (laughs) I'll use the seasoning I think I'm going to use next time as well. We'll certainly find out and see how that goes. All right, folks. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Grilling Experience. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel. Hey, we are at 1,980-some subscribers, almost that 2,000 mark. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe. And remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking.